didn't know I'd be coming. Mm. I'm in Washington doing the usual round of book signing and talk shows, but we had a few cancellations due to the Jewish holidays. I can't wait to get back on the air and talk about meeting you. Please, say that I'm not so nice. Say that I have bite. I'll say that the future Surgeon General is one of the truly empowered, self-actualized, real women. How many times have I told you, if you insist on leaving your gate open, it's an open invitation for any schwarze on the street. They could just waltz right into your garden and walk off with your children, your furniture, and your raisins. <laughs> Happy New Year, honey. Isn't it a little early? Okay, happy high holidays. There were two African-Americans at the Washington Hebrew congregation today, the rabbi's chauffeur and me. And when that rabbi blew his shofar in front of the entire congregation, I said to myself, Judith, next year in Jerusalem. Uh, Quincy, this is my oldest friend, Dr. Judith Kaufman. Quincy wrote The Prisoner of Gender. Of course, Quincy Quince, the next generation of feminists. Are you OBGYN? No, I'm the other kind of woman's doctor, oncology, breast cancer. But it's possible I could have specialized in something women don't have, like heads, necks, throats. <laughs> but you're doing the important work. No, actually, Liz is doing the important work. Have you finished that heart study? Oh, no, it's still on my desk. I haven't had time for anything. Just for your entertainment, Quincy, heart disease is the <clears throat> biggest killer of American women. Hello? Dad, you're back. Yeah. Just, well, just a sec. Let me go to another phone. The senator is back from his honeymoon. Did they get it annulled? <laughs> Quincy, just think of my friend Judith's hostility as her overtly repressed sweetness. Ah. Uh. <laughs> How does Liz's father feel about her nomination? Senator Hughes has almost a quarter century's unblemished record of robbing from the poor to give to the rich. So how do you think he feels about his daughter, the bleeding heart? It's a low blow to the memory of Liz's great-great-granddaddy. You mean Ulysses S. Grant. Walter used to talk about that in class all the time. Your Walter married well. He's not my Walter. He's my mentor. Oh, shame on you, Quincy. You don't have a female mentor? I think we're at a place now where we can look beyond gender for mentors. I think we can look beyond or around gender for anything except prostate and ovarian cancer. Does your Quincy mean there's a president lurking in your bloodline also? Our real name is Quintopolis. We're Greek. My father changed it to Quince when he noticed the jelly at a breakfast function. He's a party consultant in Astoria, Queens. Oh, you mean he owns a coffee shop and caters office platters. And your father? My book after the next one will be about fathers and daughters. My father was a French teacher at Boys High, Brooklyn. Boys were pulling knives on each other in homeroom, and my dad taught them to say, pardonnez-moi. <laughs> they shipped me off to Miss Porter's boarding school. That's where I met Lissa. Your mother didn't mind? My mother believed only art and education made life tolerable. She was a Baptist piano teacher from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Her family never forgave her for moving north with a Freedom Rider Jew. So you're not technically Jewish because your mother isn't? Oh, I am technically. I was bat mitzvah at Garfield Temple, Garfield Place, Brooklyn, New York. Today, I am a woman. I thank God every day I was born half a man. I learned from my mother that a woman's life can have no boundaries. Do you mind if I lie down? Should I get Lissa? Are, are you not feeling well? Quincy, time will teach you that a woman's life is all about boundaries. 
Would you mind passing me that pillow? Organized religion always gives me a migraine. I see life completely differently than you do. Diversity is the succor of the 90s. Daddy's bringing Charlotte to my televised brunch tomorrow. Have you ever heard of a television reporter called Lumber Tucker? Oh, you mean Timber Tucker. <laughs> He's on that news magazine Time Zone. He did a great piece on the women of Sarajevo. He's a hero of the Gulf War. Well, apparently the president's press secretary has convinced Timber and Time Zone to do a puff piece on me. This is going to make really boring television. Judith, if I have to explain to Timber Tucker over pancakes that gun control is really a health care issue, it's worth it to me. And if he wants to watch me pick up my kids from soccer practice so every woman in this country is assured reproductive freedom, it's also worth it to me. And I happen to know it's worth it to you, too. I was so proud when you mentioned reproductive rights at the White House this morning. Were you at that breakfast? No. But women's issues are my priority. Ah, did you hear that, Lissa? The rest of us can all relax now. Judith.